The 630 Chad Afternoon News with Jaylen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 630 Chad. A push is on to make some changes in Edmonton's Chinatown. Business owners and residents there say improvements need to be made, especially after a recent survey suggested only about 25% of patrons uh, feel safe in the area. Sandy Pond is with the Chinatown Transformation Collaborative Society, and Sandy joins us now. Hi, Sandy. Welcome back to the show. Hello, Jaylen. Nice to hear from you. Okay, so what has happened, uh, Sandy, over the years um, to, to get... Chinatown to this point? Well, over the last 10 years, there's been a lot of talk about what's happening, especially with the LIT and the changes in terms of uh, social services organizations in the area and the, and the increase of homelessness and so forth. So we see there is a definitely there's several epidemic that's happening. And once the city starts having conversations with the networks in there, such as residents and businesses and the local organizations that's around that area, then we realize there's lack of engagement and mm-hmm. consultation. So now all this has come ahead, and the last five years uh, through meetings and also we created, uh, we compiled a, a, a report called the Chinatown Economic Development Plan, uh, Chinatown Strategy, and uh, number one thing that is in there, the priority was about safety and security mm. for the area. Mm. Interesting. Sandy, it says, I know in one of the articles that I read, uh, you were quoted as saying um, a lot of f- folks feel that uh, that area of our city has been forgotten about. Yes, it has been. So, so many times when you see the uh, city plans, they talk about the ICE district, they will talk about the redevelopment of the quarters, which is east of Chinatown, but they never really looked at Chinatown. That is the missing middle. That is the area that's overlooked. Mm. You cannot have all this prosperity, all this wonderful development, and then all of a sudden you walk over one block and you see all this dusty, gray, vacant lot, mm. dilapidated building, and then that are tons of vacancies, and, and then you've got the homeless issues that are roaming around the area. So you definitely have problems. And if Edmonton want to be a vibrant city and want to attract people to come to do business and live in live in this city, you've got to have all these yeah. uh, areas have to be dealt with first. So this is so important. So it's, that's why that now that we have created Chinatown Transformation and it's started activating a lot of the, yeah. the, the, the the strategies and action plans that we have now. Yeah, Sandy, it must, be, it must be really disappointing and frustrating to look around uh, downtown and see how things have grown and changed in so many areas and and uh, and then see Chinatown and the and the impacts uh, really, um, you know, when you talk about social disorder, that sort of thing, that, that's happening there. Yes, it is. Well, you know, Edmonton Chinatown is the largest in North America. We didn't realize that until we did that study. And it's 52 acres, all the way from Jasper Avenue to 107th Avenue, from 101st Street to 97th Street, um, to 95th Street. That's a really big chunk of, of Edmonton. Yeah, it sure is. And, and then the thing is that when you, you go through, you know, you go through the Ice District, and you come out, you walk across the street, and then you see these shiny towers, mm-hmm. and the next thing behind there is all these issues. And, yeah. and we can't brush that aside. It has to be dealt with 
so that's why we're very excited with the the Chinatown transformation. So that where is does happening where does it start, Sandy? Because I mean, I think there's there's you know you know cleaning up buildings, there's putting up new shops, there's you know talk about uh, you know a new gate there, but there's also a lot of social um, issues that I think have been kind of pushed into that area as well. This is a this is a multifaceted issue, isn't it? Right now, yes, it is. So the thing is that we have five pillars with the report that we have created. I mean, we have to increase, you know, we, we have to embedder the safety and security for the area in order for people to come and visit to shop, to work, and to even have housing mm-hmm. in the area. We have to kickstart economic development. So we've been having a lot of engagements and talking to different developers and also the local neighborhood, the the, the, the people that don't have shops there who have been there for some time. We want to have startups. Uh, we want to have people that coming from outside of Chinatown to, to, to invest in the area. Chinatown is not just for Chinese. It is a destination area. Yeah. We do have landmark uh, uh, pieces such as like the Harbin Gay, which is definitely we have to put it back on and it's on track. We're in the design phase right now. It will be coming up. Uh, it will be constructed on the um, north side of Jasper Avenue at 97th Street, mm. besides Camp the Place by the Hartwood Grill there. And then now we've got the city center market, the, the Edmonton uh, the downtown farmer's market coming in into the old GWG building, which is the Army-Navy building right across from the law court. That's exciting. I mean, that has brought so much life. But we also creating a whole bunch of different activities that we can bring people in and say, look, there is tons of opportunities, and it doesn't matter what you do or you want to. You can live here. You can start your small businesses, and so so we we, we have to do a multi prong type of uh, strategy and different come up with different solutions. And uh, some of them are activating all at once, and some of them is like one street at a time. Yeah, I like you know some of the some of the talk just on on a smaller thing, but still will cost is you know uh, wider sidewalks, trees, better lights, that sort of thing, make people feel a little bit more comfortable in the area like that sort of stuff you talked about Harbin Gate I think that's supposed to be um, you know done by 2022 but we know this doesn't happen this doesn't happen overnight a transformation doesn't happen just by a a flick of a switch and there's going to have to be patience there and there's going to have to be people willing to put money you know put money where their mouth is is the patience there is is uh, is the support there Sandy the support will be there and it's it's so often that you see in any kind of movement, it takes a, a, a group of people who are passionate, who have vision, and willing to push forward. But most important is that we have to look at different levels of government, having the political will, and also having the moral courage to deal with issues in the area and providing some resource. Uh, everybody's a taxpayer in that area. It doesn't matter you're coming in for, for, for just visit the restaurants, yeah. or you live in the area, or you have a business, you're a taxpayer. But the thing is that right now, we are wedged in between two big developments. One is completed, as we said, the Ice District, and they need help too, because that's the downtown area. If we want... Edmonton to grow and to thrive. We need to attract business and retain businesses in here. And when people travel through the downtown core, it's nice to see some new buildings, but 
people do go across the street and go a few blocks away, and then they see all this other stuff. So we're there to be the backbone, to be the starter, to be to be the, the cheerleaders, to, to <laughs> tell people we are welcoming people to come into business. We have a lot of new startups that are be coming in. We incur- we're putting a plan together, and we, we already saw a few, you know, the different uh, vendors and so forth and, and different types of uh, activities. People are willing to take a chance, and they're willing to come in. But it is, you need a group of diverse stakeholders who has who have the vision and have the know-how mm. I, I come on real you're going to gonna have to get them all together and it's interesting my text well, line yeah and that's that's another thing uh, in the past government departments have a very tough time to identify the proper proper stakeholders and bring them to the one table or or getting them having this similar vision or getting them getting the ideas down on paper this is more grassroots this is more mm-hmm. local we are able to talk to the people that live there daily to do business daily there and those who are visiting uh, we want tourism we want a vibrancy we want a whole bunch of things happening but it it is true Jaylee it doesn't it Rome is not building a day no. but I will see to it that this <laughs> plan will happen and we bring more people to the table well and sandy you know it's been interesting to watch i know earlier this year i think you had a dining week in a, in in the area as well i think there's a walking tour coming up this weekend as well you're trying to get some people down there that uh, may we, not normally uh go down there at all we had the long table feast yep uh, partner with the wall street community league the China, uh, the Chinese Benevolent Association and the Edmonton Downtown Farmers Market. You know, there was a thousand people that came, and it was a free lunch, and it was promoting Chinese food. The restaurants, all the famous restaurants that you know in town, have participated, and a lot of different organizations also sponsored the yeah. event. So it didn't really cost a whole lot of money, but it's 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 having everybody in the village coming together and say, you know what, I'm going to lend a hand, I'm going to help out. That is what we like to see. It doesn't cost a whole lot of uh, 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 money, but it does take effort. And But if everybody's going to come together... There has to be a will to do it, right? Exactly. There, there has and, to be a will to do and, it. Yeah, and of course but, the money, but the will has to be there. You know, if, if everybody come together, it's a group effort, mm-hmm. and it will be done. And we see that now. But so often people always felt that their voice didn't matter. Mm. And a lot of them, either they have... Well, they're busy with their lives. They're trying to make a living. Uh, or they didn't have the connection. They didn't know the channel. Um, well, I mean, so you know, you, you look at the area, there's a lot of, uh, you know, empty buildings there. I wonder yeah. about the landlords. Who are these landlords? What are they doing? You know, what, what, you know. Some of, them, some of them gave up. They just kind of sat there and just said, well, you know what? I'm going to ride this out. Maybe by the time, you know, I hold this thing for 20 years and someone's going to come and buy my piece of land yeah. and develop. But then now we see that the same people that are holding it are willing to either sell now or they're going to develop. Okay. So we, we have, we, and, 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 and part of that, you know, part of this infill strategy helps with the area too. Mm. And having the city, just even yesterday, they relaxed quite a bit of some of the bylaws and in terms of building forms and, uh, and the restrictions, uh, now people can have higher densities, such as they can have a shop on the bottom, 
and they can have apartments upstairs. On the top, yeah. Yeah, now you create affordability. Before I let, you, before I let you go, Sandy, are you looking yeah. to any other uh, Chinatowns uh, across the country that maybe have been revitalized successfully and maybe taking some, some markers, some cues from them? Well, we looked at San Francisco in, in the States. I mean, mind you, we had a big uh, convention with all the Chinatown uh, uh, communities that came in a few years ago. And we realized that Victoria, Vancouver, they have certain spots that did very well. The thing is that with Edmonton, because it's so such a fast area, and our Chinatown is relatively new. It's only about 100 years old. And we have so much space and vacant area mm. that we can really do something with major impact versus other places where um, there's gentrification, such as high-end residential yep. and so forth. But before that even starts, we can still do quite a bit to increase uh, businesses and different types of housing uh, and opportunities for people in this area of Chinatown. Sandy, you know what? Always good to talk to you. I appreciate you, you taking the time. Thank you so much for this. Thank you, Jalen. Sandy Pond joining us this afternoon from the Chinatown Transformation Collaborative Society. Their plans on how to improve Chinatown. Uh, Ian O'Donnell, the executive director of the Downtown Business Association, weighs in after this.